Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Facts. Yo, welcome everybody to episode 33 of the Grease Pole Podcast. As always, you can follow along on Instagram at Grease Pole Podcast. Every episode is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes drop on those platforms every Monday, just like today. However you are listening, thank you for taking part in whatever method you are doing so. Subscribe, rate, and review. Share the link out. Word of mouth. Sharing is caring. Give it five stars if you think it rocks. Give it one if you think it sucks. Whatever the case may be, any feedback is better than none. Appreciate you for being here. Maybe I was wrong, people. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> I'm starting to uh I'm starting to think that. I'm starting to think that I've actually like I this this venture I started at at, at a time where I've I've said a lot of shit and a lot of it's kind of blowing up in my face <laughs> to where maybe over the first thirty two episodes uh I haven't come off completely like a fucking genius. So I think maybe this is the point where I do an about face, maybe. I don't know. We'll sort that out over the course of this episode. But in the meantime, Justin, we have for the people tomorrow a new episode of Gear Freaks dropping. Yeah. Because that's what we do on Tuesdays. Uh, so gifts for your gear freak is this week. Yes. Just in time for Christmas. Uh, the scheduling of it might be off a little. <laughs> I mean, you can get your last minute gear for your gear freak. Right. Uh, and use us. Exactly. We will, we will tell you exactly what you should go scoop up. Yep. Because a gift for your gear freak is easy. Oh, dude. And we lay it all out for you. It right. It's so easy. It's the big, it's, it's, you can't, there is no easier gift for a sports fan than, than gear. Just there's nothing easier, and you can go, you can go like a ball cap. Mm-hmm. And if if your gear freak is ball cap, even if your your gear freak is not ball cap guy, right? They're gonna appreciate a ball cap. Oh, 100 percent. Even if they're not gonna wear it, they will right. appreciate it. Yeah, because gear. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you're even now you can get aside from the you know jerseys, you can get you can get like shoes now with yeah. your team's logo on them, which are. I mean, if you're into that, you know, yeah. I, I would. My thing is I am very rough on shoes, like yeah. unusually rough. So it 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 wouldn't bode well for me. I and I feel like. So I don't want to touch too much on what we said in the episode, but if you can afford Jersey, Jersey is a win. Oh, that home grand slam. And I. You want to see a big ass smile yes. on your gear freak's face, mm-hmm. Jersey? If you can afford it, right? If not, there's ways around it. There's we, several other avenues. We walk, we walk through all the possibilities. Yep. All you got to do is push play. That's it. We do all the work. That's for it. You. 
press play, subscribe, rate, and review to that as well. Follow uh, at Gear Freaks Pod on IG and Twitter is where you can go to follow along there. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Same deal. Sharing is caring with the Gear Freaks as well. Always a fun time there. Um, not so much a fun time for me today, I guess. It is still a fun time, I kid, I jest, because I'll say this, man. The last two weeks have been uh, as enjoyable a two weeks as there's been all season. I don't even think it's debatable. And it's just, it's funny to me going back to a lot of these, a lot of the takes I've had since this pod started, just, you know, and 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 they haven't all played out exactly in, in the way of, of me being right. But at the end of the day, I don't necessarily say things to try to be right. I say things because it's the way I feel. I'm never in the interest of being right or wrong. It's just the way I feel. And what I observe from my knowledge of the game and watching this team my entire life and loving this team more than anything for my entire life and supporting this team financially and emotionally the way that I do, you know, that's just, that's what it is. So I slammed the Jalen Hurts pick. I've been Captain Carson. And it, it the last two weeks, again, this has been one of those deals this whole season where you could kind of see the direction that things were going with this franchise. It just got to a point where, you know, I, and I don't know, because everything, everything this, this year kind of feels off with COVID anyway. But there's still, like, you know, when the birds roll around, when kickoff time comes, nothing else matters for those three hours to me. And it it's still very much the same way. But it got to a point where it's just like, okay, man, it's not even fun watching this team anymore. I don't enjoy it. It is way too stressful and maddening. But But you do it <laughs> because, you know, masochism and because it's just is what you do you know win or lose man it's the fucking team always has been always will be you know and 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 that's what it is I think Super Bowl 52 did a lot to kind of uh afford a level of delusion to a lot of Eagles fans and you know a couple years later here we are uh in salary cap hell with another quarterback controversy the quarterback controversy du jour with with Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz now Report came out yesterday prior to the game, you know, prior to the one o'clock kickoffs that Carson Wentz wants out of Philly. He wants out. He doesn't want to be a backup. He's not there to be a backup. Uh, He's not a fan of the way some things had transpired with the organization. And that report came out per Adam Schefter, who is obviously pretty plugged in. Now, we'll get to more on those comments later, but they're out there. Before the kickoff yesterday, 4.05 in Arizona, okay? And now yesterday's game starts. You see a little bit of, you know, there's there's some struggle there early from Jalen Hurts. The opening drive, you know, we were backed up, and there was some pressure. Jalen Hurts from the end zone, intentional grounding. First points on the board yesterday. You can't – grounding in the end zone is no bueno, kids, because the other team gets two points. So yesterday's game started with a score of 2-0 in favor of Arizona. Rookie mistake, okay? that Shit like that you forgive for a rookie, right? It's a little different when you are dealing with Carson Wentz, who's been in the league for five years and is now on the hook for a big extension. To that point, Carson all year long 
when when he would get rattled, he was that was it. It was curtains. You couldn't recover. The whole team couldn't recover. You knew what you were getting for the rest of that day. Jalen Hurts came and he bounced back quick, quick. First half, you know, and in the blink of an eye, we were down. The birds were down 16-0 in this game. Quez Watkins sighting happens. First half numbers for Jalen Hurts, 12 of 18 for 177 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. So that 16 to nothing deficit, that 16 nothing lead for Arizona eventually became a 26 to 20 lead at halftime. Courtesy of Jalen Hurts. Again, he is he's he's executing this offense better than it's been executed all year. And it's not even debatable. And I think you look at it and this is a team, the vibe, the energy around this team all year long has kind of sucked. You know, it, it's it's been guys have come out and they've said the right things in the media and and press conferences been have been very rinse, wash, repeat uh, across the board. And, you know, Jalen Hurts comes in and it's it's there's an energy around the team now. Alshon Jeffrey doesn't look like a corpse out there. Uh, you know, it, it 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 helps when you've got a guy back there that is poised, that is is making concise decisions, that that knows where he wants to go with the football, that is is has a short memory. You hear that term a lot in the NFL, particularly with quarterbacks. You have to have a short memory. If you don't in this league, you're fucked. And I think Carson did have too much of a tendency to. Uh, get when he would get rattled, then again, he tried to do too much, which was one of the knocks on him. And I think it would be because he would try to erase whatever fuck up just happened. And Jalen Hurts is just playing. He is executing within this offense. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. Because from a team that could barely score a touchdown, you know, three weeks, a month ago, it, this is a team that can put up points now, man. This is a team that can put up points. It's nice. It's the holy shit. It's not you're not watching Eagles games anymore through a clockwork orange perspective with Alex Delarge when he's got the fucking hooks pulling his eyeballs apart to to make sure he can't blink. That's not how it feels anymore to watch this team. And it's awesome. It's awesome to see the fact that you know again, this team kind of seems galvanized. They seem like they have kind of just their their energy for the game and their appreciation for each other. They're more of a team now than they were before this happened, before this quote-unquote spark of starting Jalen Hurts happened two weeks ago. And ever since then, hey, man, for better, for worse, for, for win or for loss, it's been fun to watch this team. And now, again, it, it was a loss yesterday at the end of the day. We are now in last place in the NFC East, right? But in four nine and one is not a good record by any stretch, Jesus Christ. But when you consider the way things have been going all year, right? I think at this point, I'm of the mindset of fuck, man. Had we, if, if Jalen Hurts were the Week One starter, maybe not even Week One, because you can't. You did not know in week one what you, that that Carson was eventually going to become uh, what he seems to have become, at least in Philly, with this organization, under Doug Peterson, in this offense. 
I'm still very much of the belief that Carson Wentz is a hell of a quarterback. I think he is more talented than Jalen Hurts. Argue with me all you want, but I think in terms of pure talent, Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. I don't think that is debatable. But within this offense, Carson Wentz had become a fucking mental case. He had become mind-fucked. And Jalen Hurts is just a rookie that's coming in, you know, that had lost his starting job at Alabama when he got hurt in the national title game. And Tua comes in and he takes over for him. Now he lost his job at Alabama because Tua's won the national title. So Jalen Hurts goes and he fucking transfers to Oklahoma. You know, Jalen Hurts has been through a, a little bit of adversity. And Carson Wentz has faced some as well. But, and he has typically responded well, at least it seems that way publicly. But now you're starting to see, maybe not so much with these reports coming out, that he wants to get the fuck out of town if he's not going to be the starter. And of course he doesn't want to be the backup. Of course you don't want to back up. A, a, a rookie guy that was taken abnormally high still, don't care, you know, and if he ends up going on to be the franchise quarterback, then so be it, then you did, you know, then it was a good pick. But still, you know, the pick is starting to be less offensive, but still in that, I think it was kind of goofy. But whatever, be that as may, I get why Carson Wentz doesn't want to be a backup. That being said, that being said, you had plenty of opportunities to stop sucking. And I do agree completely. I've said it here. The offense, Doug Peterson, he could have done him a lot of favors. A lot of favors. I think there is a lot of adjustments that the coaching staff could have made that would have probably given Carson Wentz a considerable hockey assist when it comes to getting in a groove now again they play the game differently they being Carson and Jalen Hurts Carson Wentz again would allow himself to get rattled within a game and if you have a quarterback that has that mindset that is able to get thrown off to that degree and that didn't seem to be him his previous four years here look at his MVP season and some of the spectacular shit he did look at last year where he led a team on an undefeated December run with fucking Greg Ward as the best receiver on the field no receiver on the team had over 500 yards on the in the on the season and he took that team to the playoffs so this is not a guy who has shown that he's incapable of responding to adversity but what he's showing with these comments that have been leaked is is just being a there's a level of tone deaf when you cannot with your performance the way you have looked all year long and the fact the commitment that the team made to you financially you think this team wants to wants to be in this situation Maybe they do. Maybe they do. They're fucking idiots. And again, let's as great as these two weeks are, these last two weeks are, you know, except for the loss part, let's not lose sight of the fact that shit needs to be blown up with this organization. Please don't lose sight of that. Okay? Shiny new toy is fun, but at the end of the day, there's a mission here. But you cannot, if you're Carson Wentz, you should know this city, you should know this fan base. You cannot... In this town, in Philadelphia, you cannot sit here and go, I don't want to be the backup. 
You just got paid well over $100 million over the course of four years. You signed your name on that contract, and you lost your starting job to a guy that was supposed to be a fucking gimmick. I'm sorry, but that's what it is. Jalen Hurts was a complete shot in the dark when Doug Peterson put him in. There was nothing that Jalen Hurts did that would lead anybody up. I'm, I'm talking about prior to the New Orleans game last week, prior to his first start. Even if you go back prior to the Green Bay game where he got put in and kind of there was a little bit of life breathed into the offense there in that second half. Prior to all of that, did anybody see anything in Jalen Hurts that would lead you to believe this guy's got it? Other than the fact that, simply put, he wasn't Carson, and you were sick and tired of seeing that guy back there struggle. That's the only reason Jalen Hurts got put in, was on a fucking women of prayer. That's the only reason why Jalen Hurts is in. Now that he's here, you have to see what he's got. You have to see what he's got. He starts the rest of the year. I don't know that Carson Wentz takes another snap for this team. And if he's going to come out and he's going to say things like that or somebody's going to come out through him and make those comments, then I don't know that he should take another snap in this town. Because at the end of the day, look, this is not – this organization has spent millions of dollars and – in years trying to squash a quarterback controversy with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. Carson Wentz has to walk by a statue of a backup quarterback every day on his way to work. Still, as long as he's in Philly, that's what he's got to do. And you go out and you create organically your own quarterback controversy by taking Jalen Hurts in the second round of the draft, 53rd overall. You created that after spending years to squash it. When this fan base was divided on Foles won the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz is the guy. That was the debate. Now we have another one. Because apparently it can't be a season for the Philadelphia Eagles without a quarterback controversy. Here we are again. Jalen Hurts is the first Eagles quarterback with over 300 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown since Mike Vick against Washington on that Monday night game in 2010, week one where he came out there and he put the entire league on notice. That was a hell of a game to watch. If you can still remember that game 10 years ago, you know it was special, and I know I can. Jalen Hurts' final numbers on the day, he went 28 of 44 for 338 yards, three touchdowns through the air, plus 11 carries, 63 yards, and a touchdown on the ground as well for Jalen Hurts on the, on the day. Now, those are good numbers. Those are impressive numbers. Again, this is if you combine the three passing touchdowns and the rushing touchdown for Jalen Hurts, that's a four-touchdown day, obviously. I'm not great in math, but I can figure that out. Carson Wentz never had a game with four touchdowns with this team, ever. So, you know, again, I, I don't want to – I'm not – I'm not – throwing all my chips to the center of the table yet I'm not I'm not going all in I'm not you know he emphatically Jalen Hurts is the guy is the franchise quarterback I'm not saying that but at this point and I think it's it's a it it's fate at this point that it's a given Jalen Hurts starts the remainder of the year 
He starts against Dallas this week, and then he starts against Washington next week. You have to see now what you have in him these next couple weeks and, and make an informed decision based off that. And I'll say this, if there's anything that leads you to, you know, if it's anything similar, if Jalen Hurts looks like he's looked the last two weeks, I think I, I think you got to have a serious conversation. I think you have to. And, you know, whether or not you move Carson is, is going to be a tough move because he comes with that contract, he comes with that price tag, and that is – that's that's an albatross. That's an anchor, you know. And he's not a guy you can just cut. You know, the extension doesn't even kick in till till, you know, after this year. You don't want to be paying a guy sixty million dollars of that contract to not be on your team. So in theory, you would think that the birds would want to do everything they can to make it work with Carson Wentz. But I think at this point, it, it there's nothing you can do. I think at this point there's nothing you could do. I think Jalen Hurts right now for this window that we have in this moment, last week against New Orleans, yesterday against Arizona, despite the loss, you know, and for the next couple weeks as we finish out this season, because playoffs now at this point seem highly unlikely, as they fucking should be when you're 4-9-1. I'm sorry, I know we're in a bad division, but given this record, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs, nor does anybody from the NFC East. This is just structure and the way it happened. So there's that. Uh, top 10 pick at this point seems way more likely, and I'm okay with that. But this window right now is so crucial because you evaluate. This is one of these pivotal points, much like when, when Chip Kelly got fired Everything at this moment is so precious because you have a guy in Jalen Hurts that is exciting, that has excited this fan base uh, in, in what appeared to be in what was a very dark time. Now, again, looking forward to next year, I, I think it's clear that Doug Peterson is, you know, yeah, he's looked better the last two weeks, but – and I'm not even going to hammer on the play calling again today. I've done that repeatedly. Uh, it, Miles Sanders is the most underutilized superstar in this league. Uh, it, it's it's egregious. But uh, not to end out up down that rabbit hole again because that's a horse that's been beaten to death over and over again. Uh, I, I question Doug Peterson as the head coach of this team without empowering somebody else and other people around him on the coaching staff. I don't think Doug Peterson is the type of guy that should, you know, that, again, thanks, Dougie, for the Super Bowl, but clearly you're not uh, the guy that's capable of doing it all on your own. If you look at where everyone else on that coaching staff is now, they're not in Philly. Um, I don't think it's a lock for Dougie dipshit to stay. I don't think it should be. I think Howie Roseman unequivocally has to go. This team is in salary cap hell. So whoever you put, whoever you have back there, whether it be Carson with his price tag, again, at this point, all signs point to, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be him, or Jalen Hurts on a rookie deal, It it's going to be very hard to put – talent around them the way you'd like to be able to given the cap situation the lack of depth along the offensive line although there are some guys that have stepped up nicely Jack Driscoll tore his uh MCL last week against New Orleans he's out for the year but he's been solid Nate Herbig's been okay 
you have guys in there, and Andre Dillard will be back next year, hopefully, as will Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson. So the offensive line will be stabilized next year, but you look at the, a lot of these guys are older. You're going to need to retool that offensive line. You're going to need to do it quick, much like the attention that Howie Roseman gave to the defensive line. That credit him for that is a strength of this team, but at the same time, there has almost been, I could argue, too much attention paid to that defensive line because you have contracts that – you know, Malik Jackson, was he really in need? Uh, Javon Hargrave, was it in need? Uh, you know, and that is those are the contracts that, that add up to put you in the salary cap hell that you're in. When a pandemic pops up and it doesn't allow the salary cap to go up the way it typically would. So that's what you're looking at. This is not... Despite the play of Jalen Hurts, this is not – it does not mean he is not a Band-Aid that – or, you know, a, a surgery, rather, that is going to fix everything. He is more like a Band-Aid. It's nice now. It's nice now. It's fun. It's the bumper cars. You go on there for two minutes. You run around. You bump into a little kid. You laugh. You giggle. You know, you give him the middle finger if you're an asshole. And you go about your day. And it was fun. You enjoyed it. But at the end of the day – you still got bills to pay. You still got a mortgage. You still got rent. You still got utilities or whatever the case may be. It was just a brief escape from the reality that shit around you isn't going to stop. The machine keeps going, and eventually free agency is going to come around, the combine, the draft, and you're going to have to decide, do we want to keep going down the road we're going, or do we want to blow things up? I think you got to blow things up because this organization has this tendency, especially, again, since the Super Bowl, this unearned arrogance. You are the Philadelphia Eagles, and I love you with all my heart. You are the constant that has been there in my life for 32 years when everything else has either gone away or died. You are the thing that has always been there for me and so many people, and I fucking love you for it. But you can't. You can't think that everything is going to be okay going forward. You can't because the way this this roster has been structured, this front office, it cannot go forward this same way. You need a fresh set of eyes in there to evaluate and assess and see what the fuck is going on other than the same guys there, the clear mental tug of war of egos that is going on in that front office. You need to clear all of that shit out of there. Because if you don't, you're in a bad enough spot cap-wise to where you can end up being horrible. We're talking bad for a long, long time. This salary cap issue is no joke. So as great as the Jalen Hurts thing is now, there are bigger issues at hand. Just do not lose sight of that is all I'm saying. This is great. Buckle up, enjoy the ride, get the water splashed on your face. It's hot, it's the summertime, it's fun to get cooled down. I get it, and I appreciate it. But that does not change the fact that at the end of the day, you have to face the mirror. You've got to face that reality check. If you're the Eagles front office, Jeff Lurie, the organization, you have to you got to at the end of the year you have to because you might you might have something here in Jalen Hurts, you just might. 
And if you do, don't fuck it up the way you did Carson Wentz. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Somehow, from this team, three Pro Bowlers happen. It's a Christmas miracle, folks. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey are the three Pro Bowlers on this team. Uh, And I jest about how the hell do we have Pro Bowlers. This isn't the MLB where every team needs to be represented and has to. It's not a rule in the NFL. If you don't have a Pro Bowler, tough shit. Uh, the Pro Bowl doesn't carry the weight it typically does, or it did, it did, you know, 10, 20 years ago. But, you know, it's 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 still cool. It's something that pops up on your Wikipedia page. It's something you can put on your resume, even though they're not even having the fucking thing this year. But it's still cool, and I'll say, I mean, Brandon Graham deserves it as much as anybody on this roster. Fletcher Cox is still an absolute monster, and Jason Kelsey, for being the anchor alone uh, along that offensive line, that by itself is is worth something jesus christ you know 13 different combinations of offensive linemen now for this team this year and again that's what i'm saying don't don't lose sight of the fact that whether even if it's carson wentz or or whoever jalen hurts doesn't matter there there are bigger issues on this team you know again i think after this is the type of this fan base is you know in 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 the city of philly is the way that after you, if you're Carson Wentz and those comments come out, it's going to be really tough for you to suit back up and be under center again for this organization. It's really, really damn tough. And I'll say this, I understand where Carson Wentz is coming from. I don't blame him to a degree. I really don't. I even put that on Instagram yesterday, at Grease Pole Podcast, follow along. But at the same time, you have to understand if you're Carson or whoever leaked that out, what your what your tape this year looks like, what you put out there, how that represents you, and you've got to know how that comes across to this fan base. Again, this is not the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is not, uh, you know, the Detroit Lions or, uh, I don't know, Pick another team nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> you know, this is not those organizations. This is this is Philly. This is Eagles fans. And if you say something like that, it sticks, man. It sticks. You can't, that just doesn't come out after the year he's had. And people aren't just gonna go, okay. The only way that would happen is if you were to come out and set the league on fire again the way he did in 2017. I just think at this point there is no possible way. That that happens, I don't. I don't. And I think it's, at the end of the day, it's pretty, I don't want to use the word soft, especially because, again, it's not like Carson hasn't over, you know, endured some adversity in his career. But at the same time, you have to take responsibility. You can't just stand up there at the podium and say it after a game. Oh, I take responsibility. I'm going to be better, blah, blah, blah. Well, well why weren't you, Carson? Why weren't you? And why now is the rookie that you were pissed off and you did everything publicly to support? And according to Doug Peterson, you are supporting behind the scenes as well. And you tweet at him and, and everything else when he's picked. And you're, you, you appear to be the great leader. But at the end of the day, you're, 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 you're pissed off about it enough to where you don't even take accountability for, man, I should have been better. 
accountability will get you a long way. And I can completely understand and appreciate the fact that he doesn't want to be the backup. Of course you fucking don't. Nobody does or would. And if you're somebody that would want to be a backup, I wouldn't want you as my franchise. But you have to know the optics that that is for this fan base. You don't get to be the martyr now. You don't. Because at the end of the day, and I fell on the sword for Carson a lot. But at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts is playing with the same guys that Carson was playing with two weeks ago. The same guys. And he's able to lead this team down the field and score. With the same goofy play calls and non-creative Doug Peterson shit, not committing to running the ball, dealing with the same shit Carson Wentz had to deal with, Jalen Hurts is making it happen. I'm just saying, maybe I was wrong when it comes to the 53rd overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. I know I've talked about it a lot, and it was just a revelation I had over the weekend. You got to own up sometimes, kids. Let it be a lesson, Carson. I suggest you do the same. What are your thoughts on the Jalen Hurts-Carson Wentz quarterback controversy we've got on our hands now? Are you all in with Jalen Hurts? Again, I'm not all in yet, but let's see what happens over these next two weeks, whether... Whether you're all in or not, again, I don't see how at the end of the day, like Carson Wentz, I don't I don't see any more snaps for him in this town at the end of the day. I just don't see a path to where that happens. I don't. Give me your thoughts. At Grease Pole Podcast on Instagram is where you can hit me up. I'm always open to your thoughts. Any feedback is better than none. Subscribe, rate, and review. New episodes are available every Monday. Um, Christmas is coming this Friday. Um, if, if that's your deal, enjoy it. Um, you know, I know people have other religious beliefs and things of that nature. I'm not trying to sound ignorant. I do not know when the others are. Uh, I know Christmas is this Friday. So, you know, Merry Christmas out there to everybody. Hit me up with your favorite Christmas movie if you so choose. I'm a Silent Night, Deadly Night guy. I, I'm a horror movie nerd, though, so that's me. Do you, Justin, are you a diehard as a Christmas movie guy or are you, are you not? <sighs> I'm a, I'll let it be. Okay. If somebody says it, cool. I get it. You're being clever. Understand. <laughs> but then, by that same same criteria, Hook is a Christmas movie too. And Thank I you. Love Hook. Right. So, it, it dude, I know it. It the Die Hard thing seems like it's gained a lot of traction mm-hmm. too. It's almost become now. It, it's almost like the hipster thing to say. Like. Yep. Where the first, like the first person or two or three or thirty, that came with that take of Die Hard, the Christmas movie is the best Christmas movie ever. The the first few, I'm like, clever, okay, very funny. Now, right now, it's just like, oh, hot take. Another one. (laughs) What a hot take. Right. Let me let me guess. Yeah. Let me guess where you got this from. (laughs) Probably not your own your own your own head. Nope. You know. I was listening to Carmella and uh, Corey Graves do a pod. Yeah. Out of character. It's as themselves. Bear with us pod. And they were talking about uh, Home Alone being, whether Home Alone was a Christmas movie or not. Mm. And one of the things Graves says, he goes, okay, because Leah's explanation was, I watch it every year at Christmas. And he's like, well, by that explanation, is Basketball my new favorite Christmas movie? <laughs> right, and right. I, I have latched onto that. Yeah. 
Basketball is my new favorite Christmas movie. There you go. There you go. Because I watch it at Christmas. That's the. I mean, apparently that that is now what's become the criteria. I guess. That's easy enough. I guess. You know, that's all you have. Do you pop it in on? I don't. DVDs aren't a thing anymore, really. A whole lot, I guess. Do you click on it? A bunch of. Do you click on it? Look, what's funny is I am totally DVD guy. Yeah. I am one hundred percent DVD guy because I like. There's something about the streaming and everything that makes me like they can take that away from me at some point. Mm-hmm. If I own physical media, yeah. It's mine. I, I've got it yep. for, for life unless I fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So I have when you know, when the house happened and I'm putting the man cave together, I've got a massive uh shelf with just all kinds of it, it's it's my horror movie library. Oh well that's different. And I there's, was gonna say I had a ton, but I went I plucked through them. Okay. And I was like, man, I hate to get rid of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but <laughs> right. I'm never going to watch it. Right, I right. love it. Never going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, well, it, it had gotten to a point where I was like, okay, you know, when, when you got a big boy job, when you're old enough, I'm like, okay, I want to build. I've always loved horror movies. I want to have a sick. And this was kind of, this was before, this was like my early 20s. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? On my own, whatever. And, and I didn't have the things at my disposal that I do now. You know what I mean? So that's that was my entertainment in a lot of ways. If they're winning a game on or whatever, you know. Then it became like the collecting thing. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm starting to Gotta build something money. now. Yeah, like I need, I need certain genres represented. Pokemon. I, it, dude, it did. It yeah. hundred. I I had to catch them all, man. <laughs> you know, and it it just got to a point where it was like, okay, I was buying them, and they would remain in the cellophane. And at that point, like, what are you doing, man? That's too much. Like, it's probably only 12 bucks off Amazon, but it's like, and I am so not, I'm not exactly frugal guy, mm-hmm. but if you're doing 12 bucks, because that used to be like my thing before I got back into like collecting cards is a hobby. That was my thing was I would get like a, a batch of horror movies off Amazon or eBay or whatever, and I would add them to the collection. And I would like spend part of my weekend watching them. You know, a lot of it was shit I'd already seen before, but some of it was... You know, more obscure, foreign stuff or whatever. So, like, I, I, like, learned. I became a full-blown nerd about, you know, the horror genre and explored, like, crux in it that I had never learned learned before or even knew existed. Mm-hmm. Some of them I wish I wouldn't have discovered, but... <laughs> you never know. I did, yeah. you know? You never know until you try, kids. That's right. You know? And, uh, yeah, now it's just become, like, this monstrosity of, hey, here's all these DVDs. But it's like, even though I don't... I don't I don't remember the last time I popped a DVD out of the case and inserted it. You know what I mean? Like I can't I can't let go. Oh, I understand that. I point. can't let go, man, because it's like I've put a lot of years and a lot of money into building this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot there. Like I looked through it when I was putting cuz it it's just been in a box for the last couple months and you know, once everything, you know, paneling came down and put the drywall up and the man cave got painted and I'm assembling putting everything together. I'm taking it out of boxes, and I'm like, the first thing I put in there was a DVD, because I'm like, this is going to be the easiest thing to do. But I'm weird, and I'm an OCD fuck, so I've got them on alphabetical order, because I'm an asshole. <laughs> you know, and it's but like- it works. It does, because if I want to watch a specific thing, I don't have to go through the hundreds of them mm-hmm. and find it. I can just go to, if I want to watch, you know, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, I go to the H's. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I want to watch Night Train Murders, I go to the ends and whatever the fuck. And so it's cool, but it's very, 
when the move happens and whatever, like once you get it set up, it's great. Yeah. But it's tedious to like, okay, let me figure this out. And there was a lot of shit I went through and I'm like, man, I forgot I had this, this like, there was a little bit of this is fucking cool as hell because you're like re-gifting yourself kind of in a way. But there's also like, why did I ever? (laughs) Because I clearly, it wasn't important enough for me to latch on to and be like, this is a thing that I have. You know, not that I'm possession guy necessarily, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. you well, typically you got a collection. You have inventory of what you got. Right. Typically. And I just I lost track and I'm kinda like, okay, I need I need to figure out what side of the spectrum I'm on with this thing. But like I was looking at it and I'm like, it at the bare minimum, it looks impressive. Well, sometimes you know? that's all it takes. Right. So it's like I mean it, they're not doing nothing but collecting dust, but if you walk up to it, you might go, ooh, ah, once or twice, and somebody <laughs> might go, holy shit, that's a lot of horror movies, and I'm an idiot, and that is what I spent all that money and time for, was for somebody to walk in there and go, oh, shit, that's a lot. <laughs> Just for that. That's how, like, that's how easy it is to pop me and make me get a half chub. I'm like, ooh, I got him. <laughs> or, oh, I've, I've never heard of most of these. That was another one where I'm like, okay, I win. Fuck you. <laughs> Unfortunately, COVID. So now it's like you can't even show the damn thing off. Right, right. Just show it off on the gram or something. <laughs> yeah, Check well, this out. Look what I have. Shitty movies from 1963 that you don't give a fuck about. <laughs> and clearly I didn't give enough of a shit about to retain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But hopefully you retain this episode, I hope. If so, subscribe, rate, review, five stars, leave a good review. Sharing is caring, all that good stuff. Be safe. Uh, be responsible this holiday season, kids. And by the way, if you drink eggnog, you're fucking disgusting. There's plenty of other things to drink that have booze in them that get shit-faced over the holidays. Enjoy your time with your loved ones, people. Uh, hug somebody. Um, all that good stuff. Enjoy the holidays safely. See you back here next Monday. It's Dallas week, kids. Fuck them. Go birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Philly.